Ladies and gentlemen, it's great to be here. Somebody calls Steely Dan because it's barely touched him. Episode Hey 19. Boys, how are we? Good. Yes? Very good. You're good? Very good. Joel, how are you? Oh, good, 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 good. He's good, good it's all five good. times. I am joined <laughs> by, as you can hear, uh, my two loyal compadres, Corey Daffin and Joel Brinnick. I am Ben Ree. Barely touched them. It's 19 episodes in, boys. It is. Almost can the you big believe it? Almost, it's, yeah. We're 20 years old next week. Weeks old. <laughs> weeks old. That's older than me. That is older than you. How old are you, Joel? 24. Uh, it's quick maths. Uh, just a little famous numbers, numbers uh, famous number 19s because I like to tie this in when I can remember to do it. Famous guys to wear the number 19 in mm-hmm. AFL, uh, Michael O'Loughlin for the yes. Sydney Swans. Yep. Was Matthew Pavlich not 19? No, 29. he was 29. He was 29. Ah, one off. Uh, Jason Dunstall, That's 19 for the Hawks. Jack Gunston. Eddie Betts and Nick Davis for the Pies when he was playing at the Pies. Loved Nick Davis. Good players. So it's been a big week in footy, a huge week. Uh, We we usually kick off with some footy news if we've got it. And I've got a headline to kick things off uh, that I saw pop up as reported by John Ralph, whatever publication he works for, but he... The Herald Sun. The Herald Sun. Goat. Yes, yes, Herald Sun. Look, he's usually quick to break a story, John Ralph. He yep. can, I think he's... We've got reason to believe this is true. Smug face. The, yes, a smug face. I think it's mandatory to be have a smug face to be like an AFL journalist. You don't like faces, do you? Not many. No. Yeah, if they're smug. He doesn't like them. <laughs> I don't like smug If they're wholesome, he's a, he's a big yeah. fan. Uh, but a mid-season trade period... Has mm. apparently been given the tick locked in for 2024 in the AFL. Yep. What do we reckon about that? Oh well, I suppose it was inevitable, really. I but was thinking they were going to wait a long time for this or yeah, drag their feet on it. I, I I'm a big fan. The sentiment's been shifting so fast the past couple of years towards the pro column. Yep. Um, yeah, whether or not it works out as intended, well, we'll see. Well, I, I think there's one big major factor we're not factoring in. Yes. Trade radio for next oh, week of the year. Trade yeah. radio. Oh, mid-season trade radio. Oh, my goodness. The other part of this, um, I'm not sure if it was in the same story or if it was a separate story altogether, but they're also edging closer to players being um, traded without their consent. Okay, this is something. Which is big in American I'm 50-50 sports. on it. I, mm, I, I, I don't love it. It's a little bit further away, I think. I think it's, it's very different for AFL compared to American sports. Yes. Because American sport athletes are getting paid a shit ton more money yeah. on average. Even the lower tier guys. Yeah, the, the, are the, on the worst millions. people on the list are on a million. Are, a mil- bucks, are on millions of at dollars. Least. So a move, even though you know a, 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 a mid tier slash lower tier AFL player is still living comfortably, let's say, mm. it's still a huge move for them to make if they're traded from Victoria to Perth. Yeah, and they're only on like you know they're they're, they're not in the gonna, higher tier of the list. You're gonna have a JHF scenario, but times yep. ten. Yeah, every year where people are just playing like shit and not committed because they don't want to be there. Yep, that's true. Uh, at the end of the day, I'm I'm pro player more than anything else. Like yep. whatever. Well, I'm sure the players' union will be uh, against it. I'm not sure if they are. Well, if they are against it, they're putting things in place to help the players. There'll be parameters around it where, you know, bloke from Victoria with a family can't just be shipped off the next day to Perth. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we ne- we haven't heard from the players' union much recently. No, like they yeah, haven't I been. Have. They haven't been in the. Pre- they've been directly in contact with you, Joel. They've been. <laughs> you've heard from Certainly them directly. Not, what did they way. say? They've been doing the negotiations with the um the next. What's it called? 
like agreement for the players and the things with the, okay. uh, the collective uh, bargaining. Elective collective bargaining agreement. That's yeah. the, the patient. Yeah. The patient. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so yeah, there's been a fair like, bit. All, going I, all I've heard from them in the past six months or so is surrounding CTE. Type yeah. post post game well, stuff, too, yeah. which yeah. they always pop their heads up for, rightly so. I feel like they've been very absent from the dangerous tackle debate. Mm. Like there's never be, there's never been an official statement from yeah, the players' union regarding this. I understand why they don't want to give yeah. one, but if they're, it just if they're like, involved in in lawsuits um, involving CT and stuff, they'd be. Best off not saying anything. Yeah, more. it's uh, look. I'm just saying. Uh, I feel like. I'm not saying they're not doing anything. Of course they're doing things, but... It's danger. Where are you, danger? Danger. He's Speak the up. head of the union, Speak isn't up, he? Mate. Like, danger, you He's know, He's been come in on. hospital. We've seen that. He's been get a bit of, you know, Get a bit of class consciousness about you, uh, Patrick Danger. <laughs> so in other, other news. We other news? Some, oh, so grand final entertainment. Oh, did we book it? No, Kylie Minogue. No, they wanted Kylie. They wanted Kylie, Kylie, Kylie no. and Kylie knocked them back. Now, Kylie... I love her. I've seen yeah. her live. Huge doesn't fan. Fit. Huge fan. Doesn't fit. Oh, but I don't think anything does doesn't fit. fit. Like mm. if you're bi- if you're a big pop star, if you are popular, you fit. That's yeah. that's the that's the bill well, here. No, if you're not, they Robbie got Williams, fucking you don't Tones fit. and I one year. They're that not like Kylie Minogue yeah, shits all over Tones and I. Very Sorry, bad. I'm sure she's a lovely lady, Tones and I. But I believe th- it's they them. The, uh, the, um, she's a lovely <laughs> non-binary person. Correct, uh, but. It wasn't a good gig that they put on, and I blame the backup dancers more than I blame Tones and I. It was just oh, a shit yeah, show. I remember those dancers. Awful, really awful. They were trying to be high concept, <laughs> avant garde with the whole thing. Not good. Because she was playing the drums while singing, right? Yeah, yeah. I think she was fine. Like, she didn't sound. Oh, no, I'm, I'm thinking of G Flip. That was at the grand oh, final. I forget yeah, she yeah. exists. Yeah. I don't know. What is G Flip's deal? I don't know. She's a drummer and a singer. Hey, or they, something. they are a drummer. They are She's a drummer very, and a very, singer. Um, very old alternative, very yeah. uh, out there, but then the music she plays is very mainstream and yeah. she was in a Toyota commercial. So Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, you know, oh, what a feeling. You've got to, you've got to take the cash. I think that... <laughs> and we love Toyota. With if grand, they would like to you, did us. you have a further bit on this entertainment thing or was it just that Kylie Minogue knocked him back? No, so job? Cleary was apparently... Mitch Cleary. He's... I like Mitch Cleary. I do. He's, Channel yeah. 7. Yeah, again, yeah, yeah. Like to sponsor us. Usually face. bang on. <laughs> Very smug face. Um, yes. Came out. They all do, Corey. They all do. <laughs> he was intending on releasing something today from it, as in having a definitive thing, and all he could come up with was Kylie is not interested. That's amazing. I wonder what she got offered. Yeah. I wonder how big well, Didn't they give Robbie like five million or Robbie something? Robbie was, was in Robbie was in the seven figures and he yeah. killed it. Yeah, killed like it. absolutely he money, killed yeah. it. He he was amazing. I would think that you get Robbie and Kylie together and then they do yeah. jump I think you have to. I'm, I'm all for Robbie coming back, but I think you have to have a year off Robbie. No, you, can't, you, you can't do Robbie two years in a row. I Look, it's Robbie or Kylie <laughs> or it's Hunters and Collectors. Pick one. I will not, I will not be swayed well, from either of these things. You can get both. Hunters and, get, Hunters and Collectors aren't expensive. They only do 250K. <laughs> they, 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 they don't need the mill. Well, uh, any other footy sporting footy news? Uh, I've now got another coach on the sacrificial media. We need to kill something table. It's Stewie Jew. Yes. Everyone's fridge. talking about. Caro's, uh, Caro's going for the jugular. Caro fucking hates Stewie. Caro has whipped out the poison arrow <laughs> on the <laughs> classified. <laughs> and she it's literally the exact same vibes as Michael Voss from four weeks ago. Yep. 
And it's almost as if we've forgotten how how vitriolic and violent the media were being towards. Yeah, because he won Michael two Voss. games. Because he wins two games, mm. we've all forgotten about it. Now we need a new. It's like the South this, Park episode where they need to kill Britney Spears. They were never going to win this game, man. They weren't going to win. They this weren't going to win no. it. Like I, I was watching a few few of the. This is shows. Sons vs Collingwood. Some of them, Gold Coast Suns some of the shows are good. Some of them are bad. Namely, First Crack being good. First Crack is and fantastic. They were, they were talking as sister if, show of the podcast. They, Shout out David King. They were speaking as if that that was a must win or a winnable game and the fact that they didn't win was yeah, it was a, awful. a game yeah, where they, they should have put up an How were they ever yeah. going to beat Collingwood? It was, it was, it it was, was never going to happen. Look, I I expected it to be closer but then once I saw what was happening in the game I went yeah, this is this this was always going to happen. I actually missed it because I was playing football yeah, this the weekend at the Kubinia, time. The Kubinia Falcons. Falcons. We had a win. Yes. That's footy news. And, and you had a. I saw that you had the Indigenous journeys. We had our quite first slick. our first ever Indigenous. It was a NADOC week, so it was Indigenous round across the Perth Footy League. And uh, I understand it was a lot of clubs' first Indigenous jumper that they've ever, they'd ever had. And it was designed by a couple of players that we had at the club as well. And Looked very nice. It red, was, it was red great. background. It was great. Kind I of a similar, kind of a similar um, design vibe to the Eagles one. If, yes, if you yeah, could very, imagine, very similar like palette. If yeah. the listener could imagine the the Eagles one, but yep. with a red background. Instead. But it was awesome. We had a, had an away day at Melville, uh, and we're both uh, both Corbinia. We're we're in the E two. This is the thirds league uh, of our clubs. Both sort of we're not we're not challenger for finals. It mm. was really just a uh, bottom of the table sort of clash. You had a run, but we had a fucking crack. Good. It was a low scoring game. Did you win? We did win. Hey. We did. We we got the W. That's our boy. And we were we were down. <laughs> it, it was a low scoring game. Perfect day for footy on a short mm. oval as well. We love a short oval in amateurs. Love Don't have to it. run as far. Love it. And at halftime, we had not scored a goal yet. We were we were. Zero five five, and they were up by like three goals or not, something. Not great. Not great, but we clawed our way back and we kicked like three or four goals in the last quarter to roll them over. It was awesome. Very well it done. It was amazing. Well, I've got one. Love to see it. Um, Buddy's last MCG game Thursday night. Yeah, who are they playing? Uh, uh, good question. It is. Don't I, know. I, I uh, Richmond. 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 Yeah. So Sydney presumably the, the last time he plays at the G. Yeah. Well, he's not going to play next year. You'd imagine. No. Uh, and we that, we spoke about it about a month ago. Why they didn't announce his retirement at the start of the year? Yeah, because he doesn't like the fanfare. It was never going to happen. Yeah, but it would make the club money. So he, oh, he, yeah, what he, what he thinks can go money. right out the window if yeah. it makes money. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Well, they do that in the NBA and the NFL. Yeah, a Pax, lot. Pax places out. Yeah, Pax places out. Like I remember Kobe's last season, yeah. where everyone was. Packing out on the away day, it was his last because there's so many stadiums in the NBA. It's like it's his last yep. game at that, you know, fucking Yeah, but they know whatever. it's his, yeah. No one has to, like, sit there and think, oh, no, nah, he might go around again. They know it's his last game. That's true. That's yeah, true. Like, but still when think you get if the headlines about it, yeah. if it's advertised, I think it would, it would work to sell more tickets. Especially for Sydney who don't have the strongest turnout. Traditionally, yeah, like they're, they're, they, they don't do have a bad turnout. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, uh, right. any other any other news? No, I reckon we can put it all into games. I got one more. Bailey Fritch out for seven to eight weeks, broken yes. foot, and same with five. Yes, yes, yeah, which so is heartbreaking. That is heartbreaking. Well, it was stupid by Freya to sign him for two years. No, that's good. No, good. 
He Good sells tickets, Joel. And he sells tickets. <laughs> yeah, when he's playing. Yes, but he sells the why, tickets. Why would you sign a guy? I don't. Okay, he was a. When champion. you have Nat Fife on your list, no, fuck off. He's going to sign the guy. Jacks ads, he's going to oh. go to the charity appearances. Yeah, and he's going to. He's Nat Fife. You have to sign him. You have to sign him. <laughs> and he'll still he's be training. Playing. He'll still be at training. Uh, yeah. men- mentoring blokes and whatnot. Yeah, so they're going to cross to him on Channel Seven with the weather. That's worth the money. All right, that's, well, I'm going to the worth games. The money. Yeah, go to the games, Joel. Results from the past round, which was round sixteen, if round I remember correctly. Yes, round it was round 16. sixteen. So starting off on the Thursday night, Brisbane absolutely mounting Richmond. Yeah, they did mount in and go in dry, didn't points. they? It was lucky the ashes were on because I turned it off. I was uh, I was at dinner with uh, Nadia's parents mm. and uh, having a lovely Italian feed, and I was thinking Good. maybe I could have the KO in on in the background here. Looked at the score, yeah, I went probably not. I'm not yeah. going to watch this game. Not worth uh, the not worth the uh, embarrassment from the parents of what's he what's he doing with his phone? Leaning no, they're very the supportive class. of my football oh, content good, creating good, career. Good. They're they're in very lovely. In that case, lovely. bring yes. the iPad out. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that, it was a schmozzle. But yeah, it was, was a schmozzle. I, I ended up turning it off to watch the cricket because. Not just because of the scoreline, it just wasn't that. Wasn't it wasn't, it. wasn't that great. It wasn't entertaining. It was what you expected from Brisbane in terms of if they're going to. I can't believe I tipped Richmond. What the fuck was I thinking? <laughs> what What the hell was I doing? I think I might have tried you... slightly. Oh, steered did you, you. Oh, gaslight me into tipping something? <laughs> I can't believe it. I, may I can't have believe I've been you into that one again. Yes. <laughs> Alrighty, next so, game, just next yeah. game. Yeah, just it was terrible. It was terrible. Um, Friday night, I don't remember watching this one because I wasn't Sydney and Geelong. Yeah. So you were a bit inebriated, weren't you, Joel? I don't remember. So oh, you, tell us, walk us through Group your night before menace. we walk you through this draw. <laughs> what were you doing? Where were you going? What do you remember about it? No, oh, I thought it was a good idea to um drink reasonably heavily at my end of financial year function. Yep, yep. You do work in finance. Yeah, yes, brand new company, yeah. been there for a month. Yep. Um, and uh, there was a function on, was there? Yeah, or? yeah. There, there's a certain point where I forgot what happened. And so and you, you were getting on the beers, was it the whiskeys? The beers. Was it the, don't remember. It was, it's there that was much. four of hours, a, I don't remember. Oh, goodness gracious me. It do you reckon you said anything great. inappropriate to anybody? Well, I actually called someone the next day and they cleared up a fair few hours for me and said, oh, no, no, good. I was apparently delightful. <laughs> you, were deli- re- you were a delight. Reasonably <laughs> pissed. He was a lovely, <laughs> handsome young man and we enjoyed having him at the function. Uh, this draw, though, I'll tell you. Law and order, no. special drinkers. You know. <laughs> Previously. <laughs> finance, Joel, getting on the piss. Uh, it, was, it was a draw. Uh, Sydney and Geelong, this was not an attractive game to watch. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, I, I actually missed it. Uh, as well. I, 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 I did watch it and I was I was heavily frustrated the entire time. I remember um, seeing the scoreline at halftime and thinking, what? Yeah, what? Sydney, it, what is going to on? me this was Sydney's fuck up for not winning this game. It was absolutely theirs to win. And Geelong would, I think, consider themselves like, all right, we're, we're, we're good to come away with the two points here. Hmm. Um I've got an interesting draw stat. I might have the same draw stat. Uh, uh, but my two boys on either team, are uh, they're my not official boys, but mm. Lizard had a really good game yes. and Grian Myers had a really good game. Oh, did they he? Were, yes, yes. They, they, they were both very productive in a non-productive game we all do, up. We do enjoy the stupidly named and is your Myers. is your... Crazy draw stat about the inaugural VFL teams. Yes. Yes, I've got the yeah, same you can one. Shoot it. Shoot so it. now that uh, Sydney, formerly South yep. Melbourne, inaugural VFL team have drawn with Geelong, now all eight of the inaugural VFL teams mm. have drawn with each other. Been 46,073 days. 1897. It has not happened until now. We mm-hmm. can close it off. The 
circle. It's not really a circle. The circle of parity. A rectangle of parity yeah. of draws. Very cool. Love it. Very, very cool. What was the next game, Joel? Uh, next game was Adelaide pumping north out at the Adelaide Oval. I missed this one. I, See, I, I benefit missed this to one. Friday night's antics. I could watch the footy all day in bed. Yeah, we uh, hung over <laughs> in bed having a bad time. I didn't get out. Yeah, yeah, good, 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 um, good. But I could watch all the footy, so that was. A what bonus. did you think of this game? What did you think of Crom and uh, the Roos? It's what you expected. Yeah, Adelaide, an absolute powerhouse at home. They are. It's becoming and one of the tougher road trips in footy, just isn't it? Did it like they yeah. just got it done? They went through the motions. Dawson's out there running a mark. You've got the rest of the boys, Rankin, Fogarty, Walker. Their forward line. Rankin kicked five, didn't he? Yeah, yeah huge. And Fogarty Unreal. had four. Huge. Yeah, the big fog. Oh, and then Walker kicks three, three. So you look at that and just go, well, Walker in regards to accuracy uh, mm. is one or is, is leading the Coleman. He is on a tear at the minute. Mm. I think he's kicked like this was forty bad, goals eight. This was a bad game for him, three, yeah. three. But you know, generally, comparatively, and that's what I think has brought him up to like maybe ten behinds for the year, <laughs> as opposed to forty goals. It's, yeah, it's, oh, it's, it's insane. A very, it's in rare form. Interestingly, and they've got such a young team. Yeah, interestingly, on Adelaide. Um, Ben Keys has produced the poo shorts. So did he, no, that was the week before. Was that the did week he before? Oh, yeah. you're, you're, oh, you're behind, behind on the only, only just saw it. He was on Seven News with the shorts. Oh, no. Which was, it might have been Sunrise or something. That is He's a classic. Holding it and like, see? It's that gross. Is, I, didn't I, I don't buy it. I don't buy it. That is akin to Kevin Spacey getting uh, 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 allegations of sexual abuse against him, going, "But I'm gay. <laughs> I can't. I can't have. I can't have shit myself. It was mud." Next up, Joel. What was the next game? Um, By the way, curse you, Maddie Nix, for not playing Paddy Parnell. Next. Uh, uh, sorry, um, we with the. Did we skip over Geelong already? No, we, yes. we did it. Yeah, yeah. Did okay. you miss? The, you didn't talk about what it. What did you have, Corey? Well, what stat did you have? Two E equals uh, Jim Stone's record for Irish players. Well, for yes. Irish player, two hundred and sixty-four games. Yeah, I thought very that was worth well a, done. Worth a mention. Yeah, I, I rate that. He's too. gone about that pretty quickly. Eh? Yeah, yeah. I, uh, it helps they're playing finals every year. Whenever but... I, I think my favourite Zach Tui moment, obviously goal after the siren against oh, the D's. Amazing. That was yeah. incredible. I love uh, his tattoo where no one can really figure out what it is. Yeah. And, and he just looks he, like a he's, splodge. Uh, he's also got a thick Irish accent, but I can still understand what he's saying. Yeah. So that is rare. Yeah. That is very rare think, for an Irishman. I think that with my um, knowledge of Irish people, I think the fact that we can understand him means he came from money. Yeah. Because okay. the, the, wealthier, yeah. the wealthier ones you tend to be able I to love the somewhat Irish understand. Yeah. Like nothing's hotter to me than I want, Irish accent. You like the Irish ladies, do you, Joel? Well, just the accent in general. Yeah, okay. I once did a summer milk. of uh, being a Brickish la- Brickies labourer mm. for a couple of Irishmen and I've never had a harder time understanding what people were saying in my life. I think these were proper working <laughs> class Irish blokes. Yeah. Uh, literally uh, may have may as well have been speaking Arabic. Yeah. It were, it I've been was... assaulted a few times by that <laughs> same accent. Oh, I both... thought you <laughs> meant actually physically assaulted. I meant meta- metaphorically and literally yes, been assaulted. Yes. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> next game, Joel. Uh, next game, the Doggies doing a number on Frio. 30 points in the end. Yes. Yeah, they've got they their had number. It. They had it until the last quarter. They do seem Freo. to have their number. Uh, mm. the it's always a good game Freo. generally. Yeah. These that two. last quarter was terrible for Freo. Yeah, it was. They just, they just kicked away in the end. The and Freo, four. yet again, the, it's what could have been. Like they, yeah. they show glimpses of being a really 
powerhouse team. Like their best footy, do, I think, yeah. stacks up against most. Liam Henry. Oh yeah. my god! Where yeah, the yeah. Fuck my has he my been? proud cousin Henry, yeah. of the Henry family. Well, we, we, we absolutely love him. Yeah. Uh, well, I think is we, he actually we, cousin? No, we he's talked, not, Joel. Oh, okay. I am not an indigenous person. We but talked yeah. a little. We talked a little bit about Liam Henry last week and how because he had the six weeks out. And then yep. had a ripper game, and he's, and and he's followed it up. With he's this, followed which is good. it up. He's and I have yeah. picked him up off the bargain bit in our yeah, fantasy good, draft league. Good. I could not touches. believe him yeah. sitting there. So I he, could not believe he took it. second or third in the top four ball winners, all of which were free. He was second. Yeah, yeah, and they've and they've managed to lose that, which is. It's, you know, and I'm, I, just disposals isn't everything. But he if is you've a got genuine top, the top gun. He's such a, he's such a uh, a, a quick explosive player with that turn of foot over like that 10, 15 metres, when yep. he explodes out of a contest, you're not catching him. You're not catching him. And he's uh, exactly what Freo have been missing on a wing because yeah. their wingers have been typically average, a yep. bit slow. Yep. Like uh, they've got Aish who's yep. been on the wing. I love Aish. Well, did they not have Hill player, on there? For, they had Hill on there for they a had, while. They had Hill there for a while. They've had Aish there. These are guys who are good kicks of the footy but mm. not super quick like uh, like – a modern offensive winger should yep. be, and he'll. Uh, sorry, and and Henry is that. And he, uh, he was awesome. Just to to touch on the Bulldogs, um, it was interesting to see the continuation of Aaron Norton not being the priority target. Yeah, uh, look Jamara at that. Jamara, well. Jamara has a blinder. His they, best game for the year. They are kicking it solely to Jamara uh, at this point. And Rory Lobb is doing. Nothing. nothing. Absolutely, Absolutely nothing. nothing. Well, I think the f- problem with Freo as well is they had two really main goal kickers that were trying to hop, like shoulder load, and yeah. that was Walters kick four, Amos kicks four. Yeah. But who else is there standing up? Yeah, they need. That's where they need a big game out of Lockie Schultz as well. Yeah. They usually, yeah, mm-hmm. like Schultz has been having a good season, but then you need your midfielders to come in and start kicking some goals as well. Like oh, you want, yeah. you want offense out of Sarong Smith, and Brayshaw. Last year was taking a bit of that goal kicking midfielder role. And again, yeah. very I think Switkowski should be playing on a wing rather than half forward yes. because as he, we know he does have a little burst. He is statistically one of the fastest players in the AFL. Uh he is capable of reaching very, very high speeds. We're talking high thirty seven Ks an hour sorts very, of speeds. Very quick he can play on a wing it's the and short I think, legs. I think he and Henry on wings is what Frio should be doing. Yep. That's me. Next game, Joel. Let's keep going. Next game. On. So the bloodbath that could lose Stewie Dewey's job. Mm. So Collingwood's seventy-eight point winners over. The I Suns. feel. I feel bad. That is sold out. I feel Metricon. bad for us doing this. Uh, but play the yeah, play look, the music. Corey. You guys really put your foot off the pedal. Yeah, it could have been. It could have been much more. It looks clinical. Yeah, like razor sharp all the way around. Um, half time was ugly. It are was we going to win? Are we going to win the flag? I, I haven't like asked it. this. I haven't asked this. Looks like I, it. It feels. I'm I'm refusing to let myself believe it because I've been hurt so many times before. <laughs> you've been hurt. I know you've been hurt more through the Saints, Joel. But at least but you're used you to it. Fucking you're one. used to being hurt. But also, you're hurt. You you haven't made as many grand finals and lost them as Collingwood has recently. In my in our lifetime, you haven't. Oh, in our lifetime, it's not even close. Oh, we've made three in my lifetime. We lost two to the Brisbane Lions three peat. Yep. Okay, we yeah, have lost more older. prelims than the Saints. Lost 2018. We lost to Geelong in 2011. We lost to the Eagles in 2018. You didn't have a draw. That hurts. We were in the draw. Oh, yeah, we, we won that one. We won that one. We were fucking in it. We did have a draw. What we I'm saying won. is, like, no one, no club, I think, has been so close yet so far from a dynasty yeah. than Collingwood. Uh, we so, had... in the game, 
Jeremy Howe, yep. back. Amazing. Good. Did he wear his sleeve? I can't he remember. He did wear his sleeve. He did. Yeah. He did wear his 50% sleeve. 50% game time. Um, and he's good. Very, very good. Um, very clean off. Jamie Elliott, clinical. That uh, goal. Fantastic. Goal uh, of the year? I... I it's, rate it. It's top five. It's got to be top it's five. It's higher than that, I yeah, think. Yeah, it's uh, very good. It's a, it's a fucking good goal yes. for him to have the awareness to do that. I would yep. rather that than someone, you know, bombing it from 60 or whatever. I think Ashcroft was, so was more impressive to me with the degree of difficulty on the actual kick. Yes, the IQ from Jamie Elliott in that play is, like, yep. incredible. 99.5% of the time that player is let, letting that Absolutely, ball go Absolutely, yes. But I feel like the Ashcroft goal was... <laughs> So mental and so, like the angle he was on. That's the Bruce Lee kick, wasn't it? Yeah, it was yeah, the Jackie was. Chan in Jackie midair, Chan, but like yep. on an angle and the banana what away, sh- like facing away from that, the goal. How's it go, Corey? <laughs> that one was so good that the first time you see it, you have to play it again. Yeah, You're I like, couldn't believe what? it. What? I, what happened? I, I, I couldn't and believe it. And then you see it in slow motion. What the fuck? It was mental. It was mental. Yeah. But this Jamie Elliott goal was very good. Also, Johnny Noble, career high 30 disposals. Love that. He's we an love, amazing we love get the knob. off the mid-season draft. Uh, this is we why, love the little knob. This is why we love the knob. <laughs> this is why the Collingwood team is arguably the best I have seen in my life because even, I would the, say so. even the bottom 10 players, what you would call the bottom 10 the players depth. in the team. The depth are capable of being the best on ground, Mm. are capable of being – like Johnny Noble is – I'm not saying he's a bad player, but he is not a top ten player in the team. Okay, so your bottom five players on the ground then, just through fantasy alone. Yeah, yeah, rail them off, Joel. Let's see who it is. We're not going to count the sub. Yeah, yeah, So Jeremy Howe. Yep. Mason Cox. Yep. Mm -hmm. Bo McCreary. Yep. Murphy. Yep. And Mychek. All capable of turning a game on their own head yeah. in their respective I'd, positions. I'd say Murphy's probably the worst of those, and even but he's even still then, quite like good. Murphy is only the worst statistically because he's playing he's as a, a key yeah. defender. He's, a, mm. he's playing as a second tall to Darcy Moore, so he's, he's a, taking more one on ones. Yes. But there have been times where Nathan Murphy has yep. completely <clears> bossed it. Remember when Darcy Moore was injured last year, or yep. I, I, I forget. I think it was last year for a, a stretch, and Nathan Murphy was our number one defender. He was smashing it. He was yeah, absolutely he was. smashing it. So and I, 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 I just depth, feel blessed to be watching this team. On that depth, uh, we got to have a look at uh, Frampton having a crack uh, up forward briefly. And, and he did all right. He did, he did okay. He did all and right. then when they took Howe off, he, he went went back yeah. in, de- in defence. But that's that just speaks to the depth of it. Playing his role. Absolutely playing his role and we love him for and it. It'll and, be uh, very interesting for the But then the we get to the Suns side of the equation and I just – if there was any game for us to drop this year – I wish it was this one. Uh, yeah, I, same. No, I don't. wish. Yes, no, I do. I would, no, I would, no, no, no. I, would, I genuinely do. I would have been genuinely pleased. I take no pleasure in yeah. us fucking up the Suns and uh, at home in their biggest crowd ever because this yep. is the only time they've ever sold out Heritage Bank. They have never sold Apparently out this Apparently there was stadium. a bit of pandemonium where more tickets were sold than... Uh, than seats. There well, that's people, the city of they, the Gold they, they Coast in letting, an uproar because there's nothing to do there apart from coach they and They stopped letting people in They go, at, oh, at my one God, point. we have sports. We have to go. <laughs> Holy shit, Collingwood are in town, they an stopped, actual football they team. They stopped letting people in and that, that legitimately had tickets and then they started letting them in again. It was a, a bit of a furor. Absolute pandemonium. But it's going to be interesting for the Pies because, as you say, as we were talking about with the depth, it's going to get deeper next week with side bottom and Degoe back in. I, who do you drop? Who do you drop? Uh, like, Stuff. I don't know. No. I don't well, know. Uh, the immediate shift around is take Nick Do- uh, Nick Dacos out of the purely Chuck midfield him off role. Chuck back again, yeah. yeah. 
So sling him back to go. He goes back in. So yep. then who and do you take out? You would guess Markov, but I wouldn't drop Markov right no, now. No, he, he had a blinder. He had a great game. He had a blinder. Yeah, yeah. He, arguably the best game of his career. And we, we were so happy when he got when he got picked yes. up by the Pies at the start of the season. And I, I know this is versing uh, versing uh, playing the Suns rather, but we haven't got the full chance to see that Markov leg speed. Yeah, we did. That we did open this game. leg speed. Yeah. In this game, you you saw him streaking down the wing. He unbelievable. is a fast, fast mustache very, boy. Very he big. is very fast. Next game, Joel. We could talk about the pies all day. Next game. So I reckon Monty was a bit nervous about this one. So mm-hmm. Port after the siren, knocking off the ball. game of the round. Houston game of the round. One hundred percent. I'd have to give it to the Eagles, but yes. Oh, that too. Yes, yep. that will get to that. That was yeah. This. This was awesome, Essendon Port. Um, and again, I feel for Essington. I really do. They played now, a typical. Before they played an incredible game. Before of footy. we tear the game open, this is a fantastic Essington stat. Yeah, and, give it and to I, me. I don't, I don't know how all of the best stats in football all revolve around Essington being historically shit. Shit. Yeah, yeah. Go and on. This is yeah. this is no different. <laughs> It's been a hundred years since the Bombers have won after the siren, oh. and the last two after the siren winners have been against them. <laughs> yeah, so it was Elliot Jamie and Elliot now and, Dan and now Houston. Houston. <laughs> Wait, so they oh, have God. not won a game after the siren in a hundred years. It would have been pre World War Two since yes. they've won a game after yes. the siren. That is horrendous. <laughs> that is absolutely horrendous. Rosie with another absolute. <laughs> Rosie grinder. was huge. I thought Aaliyah was really huge as well with some big efforts he's in been the. Uh, impressing the, me uh, this year. Uh, uh, big I think time. he's uh, he's arguably top five key back in the yep. comp this year. For the year. Bombers as well, there was a lot to look at. Dude, uh, Langford had a really good game. Obviously, like Merritt, uh, Mason Redman Jai had a really Caldwell's good game. Best game. Caldwell, for the club. like Nick Martin, goes from strength to strength. They are on the right track, Essendon. They, they are. are very they much are. on the right track. They we love we are. love to give them shit. Yes. Because it's funny. They are but amazingly mediocre. I, I do I enjoyed watching this game yeah, for both good. sides. And it's it's crazy seeing um the port uh week to week just kicking so much from long range. They got yep. eight goals from forty plus yes. this week. Yes, I see you it's, are also a fellow first crack enjoyer. Yes. I saw but this stat They've as been well. doing it all year. This, yep. is, this is the thing. They, they're not afraid to – a whole host of players, not just one or two guns. It's a whole yep. host of players, uh, well, especially off the half-back line. It's something that's lacking in the AFL at the moment oh, over the past wild. 10 years is long-range set shot accuracy. And long-range literally just means 40-plus, I think, is a good indicator. Yeah. How many guys do we have in the teams that we follow that are really good from 40-plus? That you're confident. If not they many. get a mark from 45 out, he's going to kick this. Not many. Uh, that's – that's not always been the case. Like in the, the yeah, you one, go back to when Lockett was bombing exactly them from sixty, right. and the goal he made it like look tiny. There this was a lot of guys that thing. did. There was a lot of guys that made it look very easy. I went, I went down and watched my uh, brother's team a few weeks ago, and it might have even been the first shot of the game was from outside fifty, and it was this kind of uh, barrel looking fella. Just had had a crack and got it. it yeah, like fuck un- yeah, unbelievable. Yes, yes. well unbelievable. done. I love to see it. And you see, you, you watch a footy game, and they, uh, a bloke will get a mark on the fifty, and they're not even trying. They're to... not. A, yeah, most most players are not comfortable with that shot anymore, and it is no. it is a a distinctive change. And maybe some of that has to do with what type of athlete. Yeah, it's the, the game plans. The game plans have changed. It's more about moving it into their. But the confidence is the area. issue because they'll dart yes. around. They'll be desperate to pass it off. 
and that's where they'll fuck it up. Yeah. And it's also, I think it is, so much of it is mental. And no, 100%. And it's it's why You've I only think got to look at that Hannah when, when people, yeah, absolutely. When, when people say that, oh, Buddy's the last person that's ever going to kick 100 goals in a season, I don't believe that no, for I a don't second. Either. No, I don't. Someone I don't. is going to kick 100 game, goals in a season The game changes again. so much that there will be a new breed of athlete in yep. three years that can do all this stuff and kick from fucking or 60. A new, or a new breed of coach that's going to break the game open yep. and, and give their team that look at it. So, yeah, we've diverted, but it's a good tangent to go on, I yeah. think. Yeah. Uh, next game, Joel. Uh, next game, speaking of Mackay, um, oh. Carlton, 10 goal winners over the Hawks. I don't think we even talk about this yeah, for too long. Yeah, skip it, skip it. I, Let's no, go. No, no, in, no. My, in, my notes, <laughs> in, my, in my notes, I've got the game written down and just a question mark. What do you even, what do you say about this? What do you say? I've got a stat. Uh, Hawthorne, uh, at one point in this game, were goalless in four of their last five quarters. I believe yeah. it might have been halftime through this year. Good Lord. Uh, which is the first time that's happened since West Coast in 1989. Oh. So they're in a bad run of form, Hawthorne, at the moment. Yeah. Um, and, and again, they're rebuilding. This is the thing about the the, the three shit teams. Yeah. North are we, are we Hawks. including Carlton? No, no. Just North Hawks. Nah, North Hawks and North Eagles. North Hawks and Eagles. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe less so the Eagles, but North and Hawks can turn around and stun people, but then yes. the very next week get obliterated. Completely obliterated. Yeah, and yeah, that's yeah. been happening all year, which yep. is yep. it's kind of good. Like uh, You don't want a team to just be shit every week so it's good that they have some fight but how do you have that fight oh, and the then, game was shocking and then yeah. get absolutely yeah. pumped but yeah. you're getting cupped by a team that isn't the consistency will come I think they're, they're on the right track and this result well the kids were good look at fine. Ward he they was best were, on ground for he the Hawks. was good Ward he was very good uh, and uh, yeah, go on next game next game next game so this was well, the scoreline looks shit yep um, uh, GWS in Melbourne uh, two points. in bloody mm. Alice Springs. And it's raining. Absolutely well, pissing down. Well, they're not going to sell down. a home game again, are tropical. they? Tropical. Yeah, a tropical game of football. Mm. Five goals, 15. Yeah, a just, and just an injured Bailey Fritch. And an injured Bailey Fritch. But honestly, I think an injured Bailey Fritch will help their forward structure at the minute because they have been lacking. He was the only been, one that was doing much. The Eagle, sorry, the, the Demons. Have been lacking forward of centre all year to me. Big time. Even though they're getting Big the wins, time. they I think have been too reliant on Bailey Fritch, and Bailey Fritch has been too reliant on himself. He's been a little bit selfish, I think, not yeah. giving it off when he should be giving it off. On on first crack, I think um, Kingy mentioned that they're about fourteenth or thirteenth in the league for scoring. Yeah. So the fact that they are that high up the ladder It speaks is, to their defence. Yeah. It speaks to their Melbourne. The, the, Goodwin is a very good defensive coach and they've got such a good defensive unit out there. And I think that... But they have the weapons to do it though. That's, they've, this got, the thing. they've got my dad, Big Benny Brown. <laughs> well, he, he, he's going to get a run next he's week. He's now going to get a run now that well, Bailey Fritch is injured. Van Ruin. Van Ruin's very good. Van Ruin is a, is a really yeah. good mobile key forward that's, that's on the up. I think now it's going to give them the kick up the ass they need forward of centre, and they're going to get some different forward sixes in in the looks that they get. And they get. won every stat, Melbourne. Yeah, and they they lost the game. GWS were awesome. They they, they they tend they tend to do that, Melbourne. In the yeah. in the losses, they tend to win every stat. Yeah, and they you know, really won every stat. You like, know who they really fucking missed? Clayton Oliver. Mm. You you put Clayton Oliver in this torrential well, show even be of a back game. This week. He might not. He might not. This injury might be worse than first thought. He got infected. He, all these things happened and what have you. But you put Clayton Oliver in this game, I think Melbourne win by 30 points. 
Legitimately, I think Melbourne win by 30 points. Well, they win it at least. He is down and dirty in there in the contest. He will get you metres gained, and that's what you need in the wet, and he's really missed. He's sorely missed. And let's finish off the round, Joel. Eagles St Kilda. Eagles St Kilda. Well, I was at this game. Unbelievable game of football. Saints by eight points. I couldn't believe it. I was was there with Nadia, and I kept trying to pump her up before the game, going... (laughs) Imagine if they win. Imagine if they win. She's going, stop it. It's no, don't, don't, don't pump it like that. Yeah. I'm not even, I'm just going because I'm very sporting similar. Team. When mates were like, oh, imagine the Eagles won. I'm like, that's so St. Kilda. Shut the fuck up. It is. It, that's, that was my logic as well. It's like, well, if any team's going to bottle it, it was yeah, us. it'd be Saints or Essington. It'd be Saints or Essington. No, it and, would be us, yeah. And, and look, we almost did. My it was God. Pathetic. This. The, it's the best the Eagles have played all year, 100%. And it was Without the worst we played. Worst St Kilda have played. Um, I thought Barras was, was incredible. He was huge. Every Everywhere. Single, every Shui single, was incredible. And I don't know if you know this. It's the best game he's played all year as well. Did you see when he got pulled off? And we all thought in our area he's been yeah, knocked he's in the head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was yeah. looking the other way. He was looking yes, around like he yes, was yes. dazed and confused. And then he came back on. Yeah, so, I don't know what happened. And also... The goal from Noah Long, I think, in the second quarter, mm. I yeah, was like was right behind it on the top tier, and it was quite a high kick as well on yeah. the boundary, forty-five out. And I had a we had a really good angle of it from our seats. It was right it, in front of me as well. It and was wasn't too stoked with that. Fucking beautiful kick, really good kick of the football. Eagles all of a sudden were playing with confidence. They were moving the footy well. They were yeah, taking the, mo- the, the movement of the ball was what they were taking me. the game on. We like yes, they were they were still making mistakes. Yep, but like they weren't retreating into their shells after those mistakes. They were like, okay, that's fine. Everybody get back. We'll attack again when we get the football again. It was, was it was awesome to watch. There were so many players out there for the Saints that were just passengers. Yeah. The only ones that were doing much were Crouch. He had 17 tackles. Crouch was amazing. Crouch um, was amazing. Marshall, but he wasn't really playing. Machado had a really good game. Four goals for him. Yep. Yeah, so, he was he was huge. And that first one, the first ten seconds, I sat back and went, "How good's footy?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what a dumb fucking and line then, that was. Hello, darkness, my, my old, old friend. friend. <laughs> oh dear, <laughs> I was really worried. Yeah, but they got it done, uh, and I think it's actually a credit to Ross, the boss, uh, for whatever. Ross was going to tear up their whatever like, spray home passes. I, what I <laughs> would give to be a fly on the wall in that dressing room at halftime. He reckoned them. he didn't blow up. Bullshit. Well, I watched, Bullshit. I watched, a, blow up, I watched a bit of Bullshit. the presser and uh, they asked him about what he said at halftime and the the line that he said was something I was a disappointed uh, something, something along the lines of um, have we just are we just going to throw away the last nine months of effort are we? Yeah. We're yep. just going to do all that work for nine months yep. and then what? And they, it, it, was, uh, it sounded like the disappointment would, I treatment. He, I think he would have said it, uh, yeah, like with a lot more venom. Yeah. Like, you know, it's just, it, it, is that fucking it, boy? Is that fucking <laughs> exactly. it? Is this, is this what we're doing? Oh, is this what we're doing? Like, like, you're off. not here next year. Just looking, <laughs> looking. Uh, did Tim Membry play? No, he's injured. No, who's who was in the forward line for St Kilda that played a shit King. game? Max King. Look at Max King dead in the eye and just going, so you fucking serve me up, Max? Is that, is that what you're going to fucking serve <laughs> me Machito up? Machito was the only one that could be proud. Machito? Everyone look at Machito. Everyone look he at me. He's his favourite. He loves that oh, boy. You can't not love Machito. Yeah, King, we'll, get, King was, we'll get on the rising star King was tour particularly bad, although he did kick one pretty amazing goal. He's, that goal was good. Yeah. That goal was good. I think good. that was more accidental than So anything. I think now is a good time to transition into the MVP voting, the BTH Most Valuable Player Award, and we are getting to the pointy end of the season. Nick Dacos... Is at the top of the table. 
Is anyone going to catch him? Perhaps Zach Butters. Perhaps someone else. Perhaps Jeremy Finlayson. We don't know. Uh, I'll go with my votes first, lads. The top five for one vote. I've got to fucking turn my page over. For one vote. <laughs> I, I thought you were get, like, getting ready to write your MVP. Just no, no, I forgot, I forgot that I had four pages of notes. One vote. I am going with Grian Myers. Grian. In a game that lacked any sort of polish or poise, Mm. front of centre, and it was a dog shit game, very inaccurate, very poor kicking, Grian Myers at the crucial moments provided that for Geelong. He finished with 27 disposals, one goal and three goal assists on 431 metres gained. Without Grian... Their forward line doesn't function in that game. Beautiful. Like they did not have accurate kicking. Two votes, Josh Kelly. Aha. And I wanted well. to give him more, but it's, you know, it is what it is. 26 disposals, two goals, and the match winner, workhorse. He's been a workhorse for GWS for a long time now. Gun midfielder. Three votes, Nick Dacos. Tricky Nicky. 36 disposals, one goal, 10, three. 10 tackles. Yeah, I wanted to give him I, I wanted to give him none because I want the count to stay interesting, but I yeah, can't that's not where I'm at. I can't not give him votes for this performance. He was, it was amazing. It was too amazing. He's the best player in the competition. Without he, a doubt. He is the best player in the, the competition. The Brownlow, though, will be very There's close. a fair bit of daylight between I him and number think two. I still think at this oh, stage. Is, but at the same time, the Brownlow, I at think. At this stage, I think he will win. Close. I think he's going to comfortably win it yeah. at this stage. I don't think comfortably, but I think he wins it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, again, like, he's. I, I don't want to give him these votes. I want the count to be, you know, oh, who's going to win it? No, it's, it's fucking Nick. He's going to do it. Four votes, Tom Barras. Ah. He was a one man backline. Uh, 20 disposals. He really was the one. 20 disposals for a key tall defender, 14 marks, nine interceptions, four score involvements, nine spoils. Yeah, the spoils were incredible. And at 80% disposal efficiency. There was some, he was there was incredible. Some, there were some balls that were coming in and there'd be a Saints guy, just uh, no one else on camera. He would be and, out of frame. And be like, the ball would be coming down and right before it hit him, Barras would just come in horizontal it over the top. It looked even more impressive in the flesh. <laughs> Watching it in the live game, I'm like, oh, geez. The ball would be coming in. I'm like, fuck, he's got to run my, my here. He's got to run. He's got to run to get to this spoil here. And the man just launches yeah. himself. It was wild. It was amazing. Just over and over again. It was amazing. He would have gotten five votes if, if not for Dan Houston. Dan yeah. Houston yeah. gets five. Goal after the siren, 30-plus disposals. Hey, he got the team four points. He got he got the four points and he was – if, if Dan Houston doesn't make the All-Australian team, the selectors he's are on the piss. He's having a good year. He's, he's amazing. Well, he, they're always he, on the piss, but you know. They are always on the piss. But there's my votes. Joel, how about yours next, mate? All righty. So one vote, Matt Crouch. Mm. Or Brad Crouch. No, it is Brad Crouch. You got your own Crouch wrong. <laughs> hey, they look you the got same. your own Crouch on your own team wrong. They look the same. How good's Ben King for the Saints, Joel? <laughs> How good is he? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I knew you'd give Saints votes as well. Hey, I look, fucking knew you would. In sorry. a game where you nearly lose to the West Coast Eagles. Yeah. Did you not just say five minutes earlier he was... If you don't give Barass a vote, I'm going to be a salty man. Go through your top five. <laughs> Go through your top five. <laughs> no, I'm justifying my Brad Crouch. Yeah, go for it. 17 tackles and 26 touches. Yeah, great. Great. Um, Two votes, Houston. Yeah, only two. Oh, goodness me. Three votes, Sarong. Yeah, In a game they lost, he really stood up. 38 touches. Yep. 
It was just unfortunate that the rest of the team couldn't stand up with him. Yep. Um, four votes, Viney. Yeah, he got like 41, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he was, he was about the only player doing, you know, really good yes, stuff. Yes, 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 yes. Um, five votes, Nicky Dacos. Wow. All right. Well, he was the best player this round. You were, you, yeah, you're probably correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he, he was the best player this round. And All another right. five voted for Nicky Dacos. You pull Monty's up while we get Corey's, oh, I'll, shoot, I'll yes. shoot mine down. Uh, one vote, Josh Kelly. Yeah, okay. Um, two votes, uh, Will Ashcroft. Yeah. And yes. that's mostly, uh, he did have decent stats, but that's mostly because of one single play. Yeah, go on. Uh, and similar to the goal of the year contender, yes. you ha- actually have to watch it in slow motion yes. to, to understand how good it is. His, his body is on a 45-degree angle. He's in a pack of three guys. He scoops up the ball, half turns his head to look and fires off a handball all in the space of bang. Just That's scoops it up, looks, bang. That's and the it, good and stuff. Perf- perfect, yep. perfect handball yep. out of the middle. Love it, love it, love votes. it, love it. Uh, three votes, Luke Shuey. Yeah, he was he was fantastic. Fantastic. He was, yeah, he was. Fan- we thought it was concussed. Fantastic. Um, four votes, Tricky Nicky Dacos. <laughs> and yes. five votes, Dan Houston. Done. None for Barras. I can't, I no, can't well, believe. I, I couldn't pick two from the Eagles. I had to yeah, pick okay. one. And yeah. I thought Huey, Huey, was, Huey was very good. Literally was. ran himself into the fucking ground. Yeah, he, I thought he was going to – his hamstring was going to fall off the bone. <laughs> I, it, it, it will. Shout out Luke Shuey. Knowing the he Eagles, were, his hamstring would have snapped. It would have flown off of his bone and hit watch. someone and else in the eye. And then someone else and concuss them. <laughs> and then someone else trips on the concuss bloke and breaks their leg. Well, that was the wild thing about the Eagles game. We got towards halftime. I, I was watching it with my old man. I looked at him and no said – No one's injured. No injuries yet. <laughs> This no, is they crazy. Before the game. <laughs> and who was Monty's votes, Joel? Uh, Monty. So one vote to Tom Barras. Yes, very good. Two votes to Jamara Eagle Hagen. Yeah, I wanted to give Jamara votes. I he, he's in the honourable mentions for uh, me. Three votes to Connor Rosie. Yep. Four votes to Dan Houston. Yep. And five votes to Josh Kelly. Yep. I, honestly, now, he's yeah. picked Kelly over Dan Houston. Oh, no, no, wait. Yeah, we've got Kelly... a disclaimer here as well from him, um, which probably relates to Dacos. I've decided not to give votes in blowouts when teams don't fucking compete. I'm yep. sick of it. Yep. Uh, still, still Nick Dacos. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> in, still interesting will, why he hasn't picked Houston I over will Kelly. Res- I will respond to that with uh, lol Nick Dacos get fucked. Uh, <laughs> that, is, that is my response to that. Now we go into after the MVP voting. and uh, let's. Let, how about next week we get an update on the standings yep. after the votes, Corey? We'll, no, to we'll be do honest, that. We, uh, we, we will do that, but... Since last time, not, not, not a much lot has changed. At the top. Not much has There's changed. a lot of movement but through the middle. But we can go through mid-table. That's yep. where it's interesting. Yep. That's where it's interesting. But now we are going into the inaugural flagship segment of the Barely Touched In podcast. It is Adopt Your Boy. Oh. Now, only one of our boys played AFL football yet again this week, so we'll kick it off with Corey and Sammy Flanders. Sammy. How did your beautiful son go, Corey? Good. He was the second best player well, in terms of disposals alone. He was yep. the second on the table behind um, what was that? Was that Anderson? Anderson. Behind Anderson, yeah. He, um, he had 27. Yeah. 27 beautiful disposals. game. No, yes. no, no scoring shots. Had a behind. But he was... Involved, yes, a lot. Oh, he was in the thick. He of it. was in there. He was in the and thick I think, of it. Look, 
he's playing better now uh, than he was before that big stint in the yeah. VFL. So yes. perhaps it was good. Well, it can be character building going yeah. back to the twos yeah. and then chopping well, it, up I mean, if in you the look twos. At, if you look at Liam Henry... Yeah, same oh, deal. For sure. Well, for he's sure. out of contract. Well, you look at what happened with um, Chris Main at, at, at Collingwood. Like, he got signed and then couldn't make the first team and then built his way up through the VFL, completely changed who he was as a player yeah. to become like that halfback, like hard nut that yeah. he was. I, I remember at the time thinking it was the stupidest thing ever because they, they yeah. got him on 800 grand a year. Well, now, like, Sam, he Flanders, the team. Sam Flanders has changed his role because he was a forward, wasn't he? Like, he used to be yes, a forward I believe before, so. yeah, yeah. for the Suns yep. before this stint in the twos. He's a bona fide midfielder now. Like, with the ball that he's racking 100%. up, your boy. Is in the guts. Like yeah, I think the the midfield for the Suns, I mean, until Took Miller comes back, it is Raul, Anderson, and your boy Sammy Flanders. Sammy Flanders. It's Sammy Flanders. Joel, how did your boy go in the VFL? Joe Richards. My boy went well. Yes, really yes. well. Probably his best game. Um, so he had seventeen touches, two goals, five inside fifties, and eight marks. You little ripper. We love not it. Not bad, Joey. That is not bad at all. Well, it was better than Ginevan. Yeah, look, so... Jenny's struggling a little bit. What I'm saying is, as far as small forwards go, he had a really good game. It's a good stat line for a small forward. They were playing Frankston. Yeah, Frankston. Are are Frankston, like, bottom of the table? I think think they are, yeah. So they really did a number on him. I've never been to Frankston, but I'm told it's a hole. It is a hole. Yeah, yeah. But, hey, great game. Great. Well done, Joey. We are very proud of you. My boy, uh, Paddy Parnell, shouts out. Uh, Matty Nix, what are you doing not picking him? Matty, please pick Paddy. Have you messaged him yet, as yeah. in the coach? Not yet, no. I'm, I'm uh, really it. having to restrain myself, Joel. Uh, but it was a nine-point loss in the uh, Rezies team. The Crows lost to the North Adelaide Roosters. Uh, 23 disposals Paddy had, however, off of halfback. Eight marks, four tackles. Good. Two inside fifties and three rebound fifties. So he's doing his job. Now in those in the stat sheet, do they provide any information as to if he's gotten any larger as a person? Uh I don't believe they do, okay. apart from the height and weight listed before the game, okay. which I didn't check. Okay. So maybe he's grown five centimetres. I'm not sure. I believe Paddy sits at about 176 centimetres thereabouts. Good. He's very small. He's a small fella. But so is Caleb Daniel. And Caleb Daniel is a gun. Caleb Daniel is, uh, you're never going to (laughs) drop Caleb Daniel. So what I'm saying is, Paddy, get yourself a helmet and, (laughs) you know, stand out a bit more in visual ways. Uh, And uh, now we will go to our supplementary extension of this segment. How's your dad? Who's your daddy? Corey, how's your dad? Ryan Lester. Incredible. He played well, didn't he? 14 disposals, which I watching watching it, I thought it was way more. It, he was involved. He was involved. He was very, very important involved. through the middle. He got a shout-out on first crack as well. He, <laughs> David Kingy <laughs> shouted him out. I was watching it going like the Leo DiCaprio being like, oh, oh, Ryan Lester, Ryan Lester. <laughs> Look, he's doing good. And now yeah. I actually know what he looks like reliably because <laughs> before... I couldn't pick him out. Even after looking at him in that game, 
It's like a mirage. I forget yeah. what he looks like immediately after he leaves looking. the frame. He looks like every other bloke <laughs> in the does. world. In the world. Like, he could be anybody. He's like, uh, oh, I'm forgetting what fantasy series this in is. This, in this world of uh, ugly footballers and footballers with funny haircuts and footballers with moustaches, yeah, Ryan Lester is an everyman. He's an everyman. He is an everyman. For sure. <laughs> there's, a, there's a series, I think, I forget whether this is Brandon Sanderson or um, a, a, another fantasy writer. Mm. No, it's the Wheel of Time. Oh, there Robert, is a, Robert Jordan. There is something called a grey man where mm. they are assassins uh, that work for the Dark One. Yep. And they are the reason why they're so hard to spot in a crowd is because you never remember what their features are. They're so painfully average. Yeah, good. They're like 5'10", good. you know, no no distinctive very, facial features whatsoever. It's very good for committing crime. Very good for committing crime. Yeah. And then you're like, some, oh, my God, my friend got assassinated in this market square. Well, who did it? Oh, I can't, I can't remember, remember what he looked like. It was this Ryan so Lester Ryan, guy. Ryan Lester, Ryan Lester's got 14 He's disposals. He's a great He's man. He's walked off that ground and gone and robbed the Commonwealth yeah. Bank down the street. <laughs> And, no and then assassinated somebody. And yes. the cops will get there. Can you give us a description? He plays for Brisbane. Know. I know. <laughs> Can you narrow that down? Joel, your dad, how did Reese Stanley go? I thought I went with Segler, but I will. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, no, Segler. no. Monty already went with Stanley. Oh, okay. Segler. No, I'll tell you how Stanley went. And then you went with Reese. You don't even remember no, your well, own I missed, father. I wasn't here, so we didn't get the full, like, your treatment. own. Yeah, but then we asked you last week, and then you were like, oh, I'll adopt Reese Stanley. Well, I'll tell you exactly how Reese Stanley went. He's frantically searching Can on his first? phone <laughs> as we do this. All right, I'll go first. Uh, my, my father, Big Ben Brown, uh, mm. he, he didn't have a great game, but it was in very tough conditions for the game that Benny Brown likes to play, which is overhead marking, uh, you know, he, he can do it in the wet, but this was the, an exceptional kind of wet. Didn't kick a goal. He had 12 disposals, one behind, but five score involvements. Okay. So, like, it well, wasn't... not great. It's not a great game. When your job is to kick the goals and you haven't your kicked Your job one. is to kick goals. Like, you want... If you're Benny Brown... You want to be kicking two goals in a game. You, you, you least, absolutely least, want to be yeah. kicking two goals in a game. But with Bailey Fritch being out, I would think Is that it? he keeps his spot in the team. Yep. And they are now, playing the Saints next they're week. They're playing the Saints. I think he will he's, – he's a very tall man, Ben Brown. I think if he gets stuck on someone like Cal Wilkie, he can outmark him, even though Cal Wilkie's a very good defender. Ben Brown's got a big wingspan. He's a very big boy. Uh, so we'll see how he goes – Please don't drop him. Uh, please, please, for the love of God. Uh, <laughs> Joel, now that you've Googled your dad because you couldn't remember who he was, uh, how, did, yeah. how did your dad go? Um, so, Reece Stanley, 25 hitouts, nine disposals. Yeah, not bad. He was coming up against Hickey, you know, bit of an average game. But, hey, look, the whole game was average as a whole Hickey, anyway. who Corey has gone on record saying, I don't like him. Well, Corey I don't mind like him. I just think he's extraordinarily <laughs> ugly. You said Such a prick. you specifically said I just don't like him. Well, like, like two weeks ago, you were like, "Oh no, I just don't like him," oh, and I was shocked. I'm, I'm warming. I'm you're warming, warming to I'm him. Warming you're to that warming to ugly Tom rat head. <laughs> Fuck me. Next. <laughs> well, next up, I think we we can do this rising star debate that you were very keen on, Joel. So. Yes. Four players. Yeah, so this is the AFL, the AFL Rising Star Award. We we're going to devote some time to this. And I'm actually glad you, you brought it up in the group chat. I have my moments. You do have your moments. Very so few now and it's, far it's, between, it's a but... four horse race. It is Machito Owens, Harry Sheasel, Will Ashcroft, and Jai Amos. 
It is now. And on the very outer of that, Max Mickelhaney, but I don't think he's going to be involved. Mm. Uh, It is now, as far as the bookies are concerned, it's these four boys. And it's very different to previous years where we've gone, like, look at Dacos last year. Yeah. No one gave anyone else a five voter. Like it was, it was him. Yet the AFL on a tangent, the AFL players association gave the best first year player award to Jai Newcomb. What are you on AFL players? Yeah. Because Dacos was winning enough awards that they were like, Oh, we maybe did brings the integrity of the award into question. Uh, AFL players union, Patrick Dangerfield. What are you doing there? Joel, (laughs) go on. Uh, we let's, let's get into the discussion because we both have the exact same screen. Does Corey have it as well? Uh, so we've, I've got a screenshot here. Screen- I don't know if oh, Corey's got it. I've got notes written down, but I have seen that screenshot. Yeah, yes. it yeah. is It is the screenshot and it's the, the key statistical areas that and these guys... And it's the guys, best way to really look at it I, in I one think hit. In one hit, it, yes, but it, also... It is, it, but it doesn't tell the whole it story. Doesn't no, tell, it doesn't. It doesn't tell the whole story. We can each, make our cases. Each of these guys are playing different positions. Every yes. one of them. They are distinctly different players in what they're doing for their teams. So Jai Amos... And you have to remember also that... The Rising Star Award isn't voted for in the same way that the Brown, though, is. No. Yeah, it is. It's whole year round. It's whole year round. Actually, who is the voting panel on the Rising Star? No. Good question. They change every year. Yeah, it's it's similar to All Australian. It's it's similar to All Australian. So if we go through what role each player plays on their team, Jai Amos, genuine key forward. He is a genuine tall, their main target up forward now that Matt Taberner is not playing. He's my pick. Yeah. Will Ashcroft, inside midfielder. Mm-hmm. Complete inside midfielder yep. will start in the centre bounces and will be in there with Lockie Neal and Dunkley or McCluggage or whoever they roll. Contestant with. beast. Contested beast. Harry Sheasel, uncontested halfback player. Yeah. And a very good one. No, a very, very good a one. very, very good one. But he's playing the Nick Dacos role. He's playing the Cal Sinclair role. And he's playing it at North, where he's no one else it. is really in that position to really contest Not really. It. Not so really. So he's right. And up then a lot. you've got Machito Owens, who is like a hybrid key forward sort of a, a he sort of player. He is listed though as a key forward. All his stats go for a key forward. He's not a he's key forward up to me. Forward he's not tall enough to be a key forward. He's he's six foot three. That's not a key forward. That's like the same height as like Tim Membry. Like it's it's not. It, would you call Tim Membry a key forward? Yeah, I would. Actually. No, you, you you wouldn't. You wouldn't, Joel. <laughs> what other option? Where where are he would our be key a, forwards? Well, a key forward is like the tallest and heaviest player in your forward line, and, and he's going to and he's going to be the main guy that the key back lines up on. That's who I dis- determine who a key forward is. You can have two key forwards. Yeah, yeah, you can have two. Michito Owens isn't one of them at the minute. He's he's just not. Uh, I, Who's our two key forwards? You only have one at the minute. You have Max King. That is so that is literally. Machido is playing the role of a key forward. He's playing not, the role. He's he's not. He's you look not at you look you look he's at what is. you look at what he's actually doing in the games well, and he's champion not, data. Champion data, dude. Is dude, Jamie Elliott a key forward? No, he's not. Exactly. He's, 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 he's not a key forward. <laughs> he's, I'm trying to think of other guys around like the same the same height as Machido Owens that you would not consider a key forward. But he's, have you seen his leap? Yeah, no, I'm not saying so he's, he's not playing a, the role. I'm not saying he's not a good athlete, and he is not good in the air, and he's not he's not doing anything. He is not a key forward. He is a hybrid mid. Well, I wouldn't forward. want him playing in the forward line anyway. But. Either way, either way, he's a very good player, <laughs> and he, I would not be mad if he got the award. I would not be mad okay. at all. So if we go so through this, if we go through the stats, disposals, Harry Sheasel. Is beating all of these comers on twen- averaging twenty seven a game. Ashcroft twenty two and a half. Owens fifteen and Amos seven point eight. Now, see, this is where these stat lines they don't really 
tell you anything, do they? No, not in this case, no. no. Not because it shows case. the different positions these guys are all playing. Yeah. Like, you know, the <clears throat> uh, next up we've got tackles. Uh, Owens is leading on f- averaging four a game. Well, he's one of the best contestant players after center bounces as far as contestant ball goes in the competition at the moment. Yep, which is not something a key forward does, which is what uh, the <laughs> argument I'm making. Freak. Well, like that's 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 the argument I'm making, Joel. Like he's doing, he's he's not he's a key moving forward. up the ground as a key forward. The he's same starting way at the did. bounce and then becoming a well, key what forward. Is, well, what does it what does a tackle mean? It means that you're leaving your feet as a player, and key forwards and key defenders are designed like they their tackle exactly. count. He's, he's amazing. That's why I say he's a hybrid, Joel. Correct. Uh, hybrid yeah, yes. key forward. Hybrid, yeah. hybrid forward. Uh, next up, we've got the overall marks. Harry Sheasel is winning that stat, but I think a lot of those are uncontested. He's on 5.7. Um, Followed closely by... be a giant miss. Uh, and then it's very, it's very even. Uh, 3.9 to Machido, 3.6 to Giamis, 3.2 to Ashcroft. But, again, it's it's a bastardised, you know, version mm. of both uncontested and contested in these stats. Goals per game, Giamis is on 2.1. Machido is on 1.4. And then doesn't matter what Sheasel and Ashcroft are on. It's not their job. And then score involvements, Machido 5.1, Amos 4.6, Ashcroft 4.9, and Sheasel 4.9. So that is quite an even stat. Yeah. I will ask you boys each. So I'll I know hit, what you're going to you say, this. Joel. I know you think it's going to be Jai Amos, don't no, you, Corey? I'm not talking about if Jai you would Amos give it, specifically, it but I'm saying if you want to look at those stats, you should look at them in the context of the rest of the AFL to get a true yes, true Next picking. Next week we might do that. Ha- well, I can tell you right now. Go for it, so, Corey. Um, uh, well, for, for one of them anyway. Yes. For, um, for accuracy on goal, uh, we know Joey Miss has got 29 goals for the yes. for the season, which is incredible for From a, for a how, 19-year-old. Yeah, that's, it, it, and he's played 14 games, I think. Yeah. That is – So yeah. in terms of the AFL um, in accuracy, um, he's third behind uh, Logan McDonald. And Tex Walker. Uh, no, no. Logan McDonald oh. and um, uh, Larky. Nick Larky. Oh, okay. So wow. Logan McDonald uh, is most accurate. 30 shots for 22 goals. Jomis third, uh, 44 shots for 29. Yeah. So he's third in the whole competition, not just not just young guys. And 29 goals is up there. And this is of... why I, I went into this argument when I was doing my research for this thinking, it's going to be Ashcroft or Sheasel. This yeah. is who I think should win it. So well, everyone the, thought that early. The but the more, but the more I, I, I don't care what the bookies think. But the more no, I, early. the more I look at what each player is doing respectively for their team. Exactly. So now the if you take, more Jai Amos impresses me. So if you take Ashcroft then, and compare him not just to other youngsters, but to people in his team and the entire AFL. Yeah, he's good, but he's getting outworked by all of the. Elite guys. Well, I think you've got to take into account the team Ashcroft is playing on. It's, it's one of the stacked. best, one of the best teams in the league. Yes, and he's slotted straight into the midfield. Yep. and he's comfortably holding his spot. Yes, yes, he's I not going to give you thirty touches a game, but he is still a gun midfielder yep. that is damaging. He's a very, so very my, damaging. My player. argument for all four players would be: look at how good they're doing in terms of not each other, but. Their peers. Yeah, I well, <laughs> yeah, it's it's when you when you're rewarding the rising star, it's about how they're doing in comparison to other rising stars. But they're also and good. What they're doing for their team, they're they also are good. also good. And you it's can so go good. beyond it's, this for the top we are ten. Are amazing. We're blessed to be watching them all. I think to me the most impressive 
is honestly Jai Amos. Or it's, Harry, it has it's, to be. He's Amos, a 19-year-old Key Ford. To me, it's Amos or Sheasel because Key Ford is, for a 19-year-old, to be playing the way he is playing, yeah. taking the absolute best defender each week, in the air beating them and averaging two goals a game. Unprecedented. In a team that is struggling, let's be honest, like mm. Frio are struggling, taking over the role of Matt Tabiner and keeping him out of the team, I am more impressed by that. I am way more impressed yeah. by that. Yeah, and that's that's where I sit on picking him. I, I honestly think Ashcroft will win it, but I, I think Joe Miss is well, the most then, impressive. But then, like, you know, uh, uh, not to take anything away from Owens, like Owens is having an amazing year. Absolutely. And he's very important to the way the Saints line up in the forward line and he can do so much. But I think that he's sort of benefited from the chaotic nature of St Kilda's forward line this year. But you could say Amos has benefited on the fact that he is their key forward so young, as in their main number one forward. Yeah, but also but the like fact that he has the ability that to happen. do that. That, yeah. that has that has it's, not. It's his ability happened. to pull it but off that, that makes it amazing. They have a choice at the moment. Who else will do it? Uh, it's. I mean, it's, yeah. It's not. It's no, not no, that they I'm have not a choice. Anything away though. from him. No, but I know. You know but you're missing. You're missing the point. But you've still got to kick the goals and take the marks. No, I'm saying that. Yes, he's done well. I'm not doubting that. He's an amazing player and will be a freak. Yes. But it does help. Imagine if they had a Kennedy or a Franklin in their team. He wouldn't get the same opportunity. No. But, no, but he, but he has. He is the Kennedy and Franklin he in his has. team. That because is the point. Because he, he is literally their best option and yes. their only option. And I'm saying that I can't remember since Buddy Franklin, I can't remember a player taking to the genuine key forward, number one forward role as quickly as Jai Amos is currently doing. I'm not saying Jai Amos is as good as Buddy Franklin. No. Absolutely not. <clears throat> I actually did a little compare of their stats. I'm like, is Jai Amos, uh, 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 let's compare them at the same age. Buddy Franklin blew him out of the water. He was so fucking good okay, at, well, age, how, at age 19. <laughs> he was so good. Yeah, sorry, go and on, Gino's Owen stats, oh, what is a few weeks ago when, okay, I'm going to say champion data again, we're running their numbers and whatnot. It's fine, yes. And his stats were comparable to Buddy's at the same age. Yeah, that was not, the last player that was really doing what Machido was doing in terms of contestant ball. Not in terms of, of goals. Not in terms of goals. Not in terms of goals, but yeah. what he's doing other than just goals, playing in that position. Because yeah. that's what he's listed as, and that's where he's spending most of his time up forward. I get that he's listed as a key forward. I have made, <laughs> I have made my arguments known. He's a key forward. You're on. You, objection sustained. Well, if he is a key forward, why is he not better at kicking goals than Joe Miss? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Because he's doing other stuff too. It's not. Oh, so he's not a key goals. forward then. Mm. He's a key forward. A key forward's role is to kick goals. He's just under <laughs> Amos. He's the, same, he's the same height as Scott Pendlebury. Would you, if Scott Pendlebury went forward, would you call Scott Pendlebury a key forward? No. No, you wouldn't, would you? It's you not wouldn't. about height. height. Yes, it is. No, it's yes, a, it is. Fucking not. That is what a it's key forward is. You, you are a key forward because you are tall. <laughs> no, that is how you structure up. Ben no, Brown, that, key forward. Ben Brown, key forward. But you can Aaron put me Norton, at, you can key put key me forward. at key forward. What? You can put me at key forward. I'm just not a very good key forward. Yeah, and you get dropped. <laughs> but what I'm saying <laughs> That's is, the point. you could put me in the key forward position. Look, you could look. Look. Hypothetically. Let's go <laughs> into other sporting news. Other sports, Other yes. sporting news. Um, so I think we'll start with the cricket. And Ben Ree, well, I think we're going to oh, throw look, to you. Well, like, let's just go through what happened in the cricket. So I've got some notes written down. The yeah, only notes on. I have is um, go fuck on. the poms. Yeah, fuck the poms <laughs> is is the gist of it. And that's that's me done. Um, I, 
I do. I do hate them, Corey. You've got. Have you got anything on this test match? You're the cricket aficionado more than me. I think. Um. So, look. The dismissal. A, you can't. You can't write the rules, and then have people play to the letter of the law by the rules, and then turn around and say. Oh, but oh, it's not in the it's spirit like of the game. That. No, it's no, not no. in the spirit of the game. <laughs> Guys, you are missing. Basball isn't working. They're down 2-0 in the The ashes, amount of times and I, they have have had, to do I have tried to figure out what the fuck Basball is. All it is is playing playing uh, T20, T20 in, in test, test matches cricket. and then losing, oh. losing oh, shitty wickets. Oh, what if we wickets. hit the ball a bit harder? You no, lose, that's not a you strategy. Lose, you, you lose, lose shit wickets. wickets. Well, it is yep. a strategy. It's and not working. Yeah. Either way, let's talk about the... Let's talk... About the English boys. Yes. Let's talk about the English. This windswept, piss-stained, conservative shithole of oh, an island fucking has hell. been clinging to relevance since the Beatles <laughs> broke up in 1970. And here they go again, in the headlines, doing exactly what we expect them to do, having a fucking whinge. Yep. They lo- what do the English love? More than anything they in the world, it's fucking complaining. Right, they come here and whinge about they it. They come here. You got a Clarkson. You got a Butler. They're whinging about <laughs> right. everything there. Yet they moved over here. They fucking all these all these racists are worried about regular immigrants. No, it's the British immigrants you got to watch out for. Holy fuck, he's gone off. Apparently, eh? the Australian cricket team have uh, compromised the spirit of the game because Bearstow, a wicketkeeper, got stumped. Mm. He walked out of his crease faster than Liz Truss walked out of number 10 Downing Street. She was out and so was this sooky pasty ginger tosser. Yes. That is what I have to say. And on top of the absolute farce we have had in the English media about this dismissal, let me turn my page, (laughs) we have the MCC members abusing Australian players as they go through the long room. I had to... Fucking be reminded that the mm. long room exists. This elitist fucking bullshit. Yeah, it's pretty At wild. Lords, you have to walk through and be subjected to all these old men. And usually, it's a polite clap. You yeah, know? not this not time. This day. Not this time. And the footage was pathetic. These eighty-year-old, rich, privileged, reptile-looking pricks in their fucking fancy suits in their fancy room abusing Usman Kawaja who was not involved in the dismissal, <laughs> not involved in any way, I wonder why well, they went worth... straight to Usman Khawaja. I wonder why. Well, he does have a certain characteristic that I the others don't. I wonder why that these old reptilian <laughs> fucks have gone straight to Uzi. Oh, God, must have I been wonder him. why. At least we can take comfort as Australians in the fact that uh, living in Australia is better than living in, in England in every way. Correct. You know, uh, their beer is shit. Mm-hmm. Their weather is shit. Mm-hmm. Their politicians are somehow more shit than ours. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, when we have a bad day, we can go and have a walk at the beach. We'll go and we'll go to we'll go to Scarborough. We'll go to Byron Bay. We'll go to whatever our beautiful sandy beaches are and have a walk on the beach and unwind. Uh, you can't recommend the same thing to these English people. They can't walk on their beaches or swim in them because they're filled with their own shit. They are filled with their own fecal matter. Tell the camera, Benry. Tell the camera. Tell how you feel. You can't even swim in your own fucking beaches. They are filled with your own human feces. Get stuffed. You're going to lose the ashes. It's done. They are Get out of here. They you are haven't definitely been relevant in point. fucking 50 years. Winston Churchill did a genocide. You're done. 
Okay, I would all like right, to add on at the up. end there. Um, for all that English <laughs> listeners, we still love you. Oh, I still love, Ma- uh, you know, Matty Healy from the 1975 seems like a good guy. Oh, very, guy. very you know, cool. Very cool guy. Anyone now, that listens to us, we, we, more, we do I love, love Paul you. McCartney. The most, I, I love him. I love most, him. Oh, did you, did you see the new interview with Paul McCartney and Conan O'Brien? Very good. Yeah, no, he's great. On, no, 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 a big Conan fan. But um, uh, on, yeah, on the Bear So Dismissal, it's, if you look just to the previous innings. He uh, tried it. Bairstow tried, he tried it on Kerry. He tried the exact same thing. The exact same thing. And, and it didn't he missed, work. He yeah. missed the stumps by so a fair him, margin. For him and and the entire seemingly nation to get behind it as some kind of unfair The Prime thing. Minister's come out. And they, they some, some people have, some people have said that they, Australia should have, <laughs> should, should have rescinded the call. Which is absurd because if they yeah there were genuine people saying Pat Cummins should have if withdrawn they, this appeal if Why? that if that's if that is the thing that you're doing then England should have rescinded the call when Mitchell Stark clearly caught the fucking ball absolutely correct absolutely and it was correct. clear as day and that he also did. there is footage of Brendan McCullum doing the same thing when yeah. he was playing for New Zealand but you know no one talks about that. Because no one was watching the game no, because but it was New Zealand playing Test cricket. He, says. he deeply <laughs> hey, regrets I what he did. Hey, now you do. Back when Brendan McCullum was playing, no, no one no, was fucking so watching not New so Zealand much. play Test cricket. Good so no one. I, he abso- that's not what I was saying. I was saying no one gave a shit. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Any other other sporting news, got lads? Heaps. Yeah, go, Wimbledon's go on. We had the. Uh, oh yeah, we've got Wimbledon. So, so Venus, Kyrgios is out. Kyrgios is out. He's withdrawn with a wrist again. I'm shocked. Yeah. Injury, boys. What yet. do we think? Um, well, Afraid of losing his first match. Yeah, I not injured in the Unprepared, unprepared, and wrist wanted to pull injury. out. Yeah, okay. doing a wristy. We're not going the low hanging <laughs> fruits. The low hanging wristy <laughs> is not going to be taken. But it is, by this it's podcast. more more likely that he either a can't be fucked or b is scared of losing. Uh, they told so, him not to come back. Um, yeah, well, that's crap. Because of the wearing a red hat. So, what state is the tournament in at the moment? How still first at the round, very early first stages, round? Yes. Who so do you th- who do you think is going to win it, Joel? Probably you're our, Djokovic. You're our tennis expert. I think Djokovic wins yeah. it. It'll yeah, come okay. down to Djokovic if and Alcaraz. Alcaraz and Djokovic, you reckon? Yeah. Um, if Demon it's not Al did amazing at Queens. If it's not going to be Alcaraz or Djokovic, who's <clears> your roughy? <throat> who's your roughy? I think Dimina could give it a yeah, decent okay. crack. The way nice. he was playing the Aussie, before, yes. it was perfect. Yep, all right, love so it. So Venus, Venus Williams was in on a wild card, as we mentioned yes. last week, mm. and it's kind of the talk of the tournament being the early stages, which yes. don't really have much of a uh, defining thing, but this was it. Um, she's 43 years old, got in wow. on, the, on the wild card. She's not ranked in the top 500. Whoa. Um, but she did start quite electrically going up three games to zip. Um, against Alina Svitala, Svitalina. Oh, goodness me. 28-year-old, uh, 76th rank. Yep. Uh, Venus went down. Her foot kind of slipped a little bit. Went down and uh, produced uh, the very famous Williams shriek. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, yes. How's it go? But more like a, <laughs> more like a uh, oh, God, I was going to say monkey. But you can't no, say no, that. No, no, I know. But it sounds no. like primordial in a way. I know. Yes, I know the, what you're trying to in say. In any case. What, she, what he was trying to say was not racially motivated, no, no, ladies and no, gentlemen, no, no. in any it, way. It was a screech. Way. It's a screech yes, quite like, like a guttural those yell, from a the guttural animal kingdom. Yell. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, she hurt her knee. I would scream like. A, some sort of the knee, if I did my ankle. The as knee well. was already strapped um, and she got some attention to it. Tried to come back to the game, but uh, didn't, didn't work out. So That's she's a shame. out. 
But I think the tournament... At 43, even to be making the tournament is amazing. Well, she didn't make it. And she I got think given you're underestimating card. who she was playing against. She might have been ranked 70-odd, but this was a former world number four. Yeah, Sulina okay. is an amazing player. Yeah, no, just no, hasn't been playing for no, a while. No, yeah. I know she's good, but... Um, so to take it to her and go 6-4, 6-4, yeah. Yeah. amazing. Yeah, well so played. Very well played. I think the tournament directors got what they wanted out of... Uh, Venus, because it was a massive draw card. Yep, People were yep. flocking People will just to see, just when to see it, Venus. Uh, if, uh, much more so than the wild yep. card if it was just it was, random. It, even without the injury, uh, it was unlikely that she yeah, was going sure, to prevail sure. there. Uh, well, well done, uh, Venus. Mm-hmm. And the way. women's draw is obviously quite open as well compared to the men's. Where you know Who do you think is going to win the ladies, Joel? Well, you've got to think Swashtek. Who I don't know who uh, that is. Can you pronounce that Good word? Um, Iga... Iga, is it Sviatek? She's, Sviatek. she's Polish. She's Sviatek. Polish. And so look, she's miles who's ahead of say? anyone. Who's to say? Miles ahead of everyone else. Yep. Well, we'll keep an eye on Wimbledon on as, that, as it progresses. Well. Okay. We'll, it yeah. should get a bit more spicy by next week's episode. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, what other sporting news do you have, Corey? Austrian F1 at the Red Bull Ring. Did Let Verstappen win? Verstappen. Oh, mate, I've, I'll get to Verstappen because okay. he did something... Quite remarkable. Okay, did he but win by heaps? He, he. I'll tell you. Right, I'll tell you right now. He won. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but wow! I can't believe it. We'll build oh, it's getting up. Boring, we'll, eh? we'll, no, no, it's not boring. No, it's not boring at all. To me, Corey, I'm gonna let. Um, I, I love you telling me about it. Yeah. But it's a bit boring no, to have the no, staff no, no. and win So we'll every build time. up a bit of a crescendo here. Okay, with go on. Go some on. Some other right. things in the race. Yeah. The pastry chef. Piastri, yes. Phenomenal. <laughs> mm-hmm. So he did finish in sixteenth, which is not great, no points. Yep. yep. But the track work he was doing, uh, he made some incredible moves on guys like Lewis Hamilton, um, Sebastian Ocon. Uh, I think he even had a little tussle with Leclerc. Ooh. These are like the best guys yep. in the sport, and, and he was overtaking them. He, yeah, at some points, yeah. yes, in a, in a very shit car. So Lando Norris, his teammate, got uh, some car upgrades this week. Yeah, but they didn't have enough ready to give them to Piastri, so he'll have those upgrades next week. Yeah, and uh, he's this building. Is so wild to me. He is the, building the, a lot of respect from guys in the grid. From all these yeah. new youngcomers, a lot of them have, have been very disappointing. Uh, Nick DeVries, Logan Sargent, especially. Yeah. Pastry Chef, he's building the respect. They're you, thinking you get him this, in a, you this get him in a gun of a bloke, car. Uh, you get him in a gun a... of a car, he's going to be in it. Okay. Do you so, reckon he'll be with the same team next year? Or oh, is yeah, he gonna... he'll, he'll, be, he'll be with McLaren for a Okay, so time, I'm yeah. McLaren going to give him the tools to succeed. <clears throat> yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay, they'll they'll right. be getting better. They've just struggled the last year and a half trying to catch up a little bit. Yeah. But And let's not forget. That when we get to 2026, it gets reset for everybody. The, yeah, the regs okay. are changing. The cars are going to oh. be completely different. So we'll, we'll see what he can do until 26. And, yep. and then we'll, we'll maybe we'll he can really work see. his way to like top 10 sort of territory. But let maybe. me let me tell you. So this race was very interesting. Qualifying was and and the sprint shootout were unbelievable because it was a little bit rainy, a little bit drizzly, which produces some. Interesting tactics. We like tires. a bit of moisture. So the race was quite mm. dry, but mm. everyone came out on uh, uh, hards or e- even intermediates. And uh, Max Verstappen sh- obviously shot ahead. He yep. shot ahead. There was a lot of interesting things happening in the middle of the order. Can I ask the a order. question? Is it like as someone who doesn't watch as much as you, obviously. I don't watch he, any. It's fine. Is he that incredible as a 
driver or is it also very the good. car? He's very good. It's hard to say how much is the car, but the closest comparison is Sebastian Vettel in the Red Bull 10 years ago. He had an absolutely scintillating run, especially um, the back half of the twin. Oh, I can't remember. So, what year it is was. this current season that <clears throat> Verstappen is putting together the most dominant in ever? Like, no. Ever? No, no. Who's the most dominant no. ever? Oh, it, you'd have to go back to the um, some more old school stuff. Yeah, oh, okay. L- Lewis Hamilton for a couple of years there would have been yeah, okay. more dominant. Just in first the w, every the race, W19, yeah. the yep. Mercedes car in that yeah. era was. Beyond a missile. It was yeah, a okay. rocket ship. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but in any case, a um, lot of good action on the track. But he shot ahead with Stappen. And in a race, there's one extra point on offer for whoever gets the fastest lap. Yeah, and it's, okay, it's usually yeah. completely random. Like sometimes yeah. the eighth guy yeah. will just get it. Yeah. But and they're Ma- not even trying Max to get it. Max Verstappen yeah. was winning by about 30 odd seconds and, and a pit stop costs you 19 seconds at this yeah. track. Yeah. He pitted on the second last lap and he's, he tried to do this last week or last race as well and his team is saying, no, back it off, Max, back it off. He said, nah, coming in, put on the softs and on this track the softs only last for three three Whoa. laps. So he put on and the softs. And he wanted the fastest lap. He came, out, he came out four seconds ahead of Leclerc and instantly was away. Like Fuck. it was like Leclerc was going backwards. He used the lap to warm up the tires. Oh. And then set the fastest lap of the race on, oh the, on my the last God. lap. So he's just okay. showing off. He's absolutely showing what off. What a ra- what a mad dog. <laughs> oh Jesus it, Christ. It, he is treating the F1 as a video game at this point. It is Good in, on him. in All right. Okay, you're right. That is impressive. That so is that is very impressive. It was very good. Um, and in other motorsport, this one is actually Fucking psycho. Yeah, um, go on. Is this the, the Shane Van Shane Ginsburg? Van Ginsbergen, yeah. who is the V8 Supercars dual or triple champion. Yeah. Was he, he Kiwi or Aussie? He? He's Kiwi, but... Yeah. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll, claim, we'll him. claim him. Yeah, a, yeah, yeah. It's like Russell Crowe and Crowded House. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's from here. <laughs> um, hey, fuck off. They are Australians. So, Absolutely. <laughs> it was the Chicago street race in NASCAR. Yeah. Uh, Van Ginsburg had made his debut. Never raced NASCAR before. Oh, I love it when an Aussie goes over there because Marcus Ambrose went over yeah, there as well, m- didn't he? Yes. Mild, mild successes. Yeah. Um, but Ginsburg and Van Ginsburg's gone over there and fucking won his debut race. Get out of here. He has oh, won it. Yes. And he started from down back. 20 Holy so 22nd shit. or 23rd. So when you say NASCAR street race, are mm. they still just turning left or no, is no. this an actual <laughs> no. track? A left it's a track, turn. but it looks, it looks a bit different to a track what so you might be thinking. There's not Talladega many, Nights. There's like, not it, many yeah. turns. I can't do that. And I, the track is very wide. Shit. Yeah, okay. Um, but the NASCAR is actually in a new era, similar similar to V8s. V8s okay. have just entered what we are calling Gen 3. I would like to start watching V8s. Well, I, I would like to start it, watching them. What it. people don't realise is V8 Supercars is one of the most respected motor, uh, motor racing series on the planet. Yeah, fuck yeah. It is extraordinarily technical and extraordinarily hard to do well in. Yeah. Because the cars are very, very hard to handle compared to... Uh, most of the racing series where the yep. cars are on rails. I just yeah, can't yeah, get around yeah, yeah. watching it. So eh? Van Ginsbergen winning on debut. Oh, That's amazing. Absolutely phenomenal. That is amazing. For he's, our adopted Aussie, we yeah, love it. Van he, Ginsbergen. Now he's made it pretty clear how unhappy he is with Gen 3 of supercars, which is happening right now. And he's contracted till the end of next year. What doesn't he like about it? A lot of people... Uh, 
a lot of people aren't liking them. There's the the feel is different. The the way that the power gets put Whoa. down is different. You don't like change. Uh, yeah. It's it's odd. It, whether they flesh it out a bit more and make it better, who knows? But he's okay. not strictly happy. He's contracted to next year, but that's with that's a big question mark. He could just fuck off next year because yeah, wow. every racing series that that guy has entered, well, he now wins. he's put himself on the map in America, and now people won, know who he's he is. He's won rally championships. Oh. He's won endurance races. Now he's gone to America and won his debut race. Holy in shit! What do you have left then? So he's done those. To what keep other getting big in America. Well, you'd you'd stick with NASCAR and get paid a yeah. hundred million dollars a year. Yeah, that's what <laughs> you do. <laughs> Oh, fuck yeah. Slingshot engaged. Nas- NASCAR is the most profitable sport in America. Okay. Get fucked. It no is, way. It is massive. No it way. Is more than the NFL. Way more. Get way more. Get fucked. I don't it believe is that. I don't know. Mate, you have a race and 300,000 people show up and it goes for days. Like, it doesn't make economy, more revenue and profit than the NFL or the NBA. Have you seen how much shows Americans drink? The, N- the NHL makes more than the NFL. Get fucked. Yes, no it does. way. Yes, it does. Absolutely. No, I did not know I'll, this. I'll, I'll pull up a graph for next Holy week and show you. Holy shit, you're changing my world NASCAR, right now. It, it, people don't realise how big NASCAR is. I've got to start watching NASCAR. It is massive. <laughs> and NASCAR, NASCAR is not just big in America. It's it's huge globally. God damn, a lot of that F, is impressive. A lot of F1 drivers build their career up to race F1 and then when they're done, they go to NASCAR. All right. So Jensen go, Button is currently very, racing NASCAR. Even though I am very aroused by this motorsport discussion because <laughs> it, it, it is arousing. And can we not I've, arouse him too much? He just I got his license. Got, I've got another uh, uh, another uh, sporting news oh, thing Oh, and a guy here. died as well. In what? Uh, in uh, Formula Regional, a 19-year-old oh, okay. fella at Spa. Well, I found out about the Isle of Man TT not too long oh, ago. Oh, that shit's crazy. Cunts die in that all the time. Every year, at least this? two. The Isle of Man TT is a motor motorcycle race. It's a semi, oh, it's semi a time trial. It's semi a time amateur, trial. A semi-amateur, semi-pro motorcycle race Where on the Isle of Man. Where guys just get on a motorbike and go 350 kilometres an hour. <laughs> on, on streets on with residential stone walls. Streets. And if you come off, you slide in. Into a stone wall and die. Yeah, and people die literally every year. Yeah. The bikes and get airborne. There's, yeah. there's heaps of yeah. points where the bike just goes clear yeah. off the ground. Well, that's getting Googled tonight. Yeah, it's absolutely. There's, there's a very you good documentary. At, you look at footage of guys come past in the Isle of Man TT and it's like a guy filming on an iPhone <laughs> and it just... That's a, how's it going? And on the, on the uh, you, you know, the Premier League season is over, the Champions League season is over, Man City won the treble. But it is now the transfer period in international football mm. in the gap between all of the leagues. And the Saudis, much like they have with Live Golf, have done a Put the wallet on the table takeover of marquee not only Premier League but all the European League players. Yeah. There are so many marquee players that are now gone to the Saudi leagues. Uh, like I go for Chelsea. There mm. has literally been like six blokes at Chelsea <laughs> that have been targeted and lured over to the Saudi league. Khalidou Koulibaly, N'Golo Kante, who played for yeah. Leicester and Chelsea as a gun centre defensive midfielder. Yeah. Edouard Mendy, our goalkeeper. So many Premier League guys are getting lured over by the Saudi so, League. I think I'm going to have to pick a Saudi team to go so for. I'm going to have to start the watching these games. interesting thing about this, not, not just for they're football, gonna buy the but world, for... They're going to do it. 
for, not, Australia. Just, not just for football, but for all sports, is the uh, the the morality question that comes up. Like, yeah. should you take the money? I the would. Thi- yeah. But the thing is, of course you would. Absolutely. Like, would you like uh, seventeen get billion dollars? Yes. King, yes. Get the bag. Yeah, I do. I'll go play what ten games uh, across six months and get paid eighteen billion dollars. This is why we need to lobby the Saudi government to set up an Australian football league in Saudi Arabia. Oh, God, that would be amazing. Just get get us in the room. Headlined headlined by Gary Ablett Jr. For the uh, the uh, you know what's a for the the Riyadh charges like a Gary Ablett Jr. wearing the, the co- number nine the Coca Cola Riyadh and just charges. getting sixty char- sixty touches a game just fucking charging it. They've got Brendan Favola in the goal square. <laughs> Just amazing. Anyway, I'd watch it. That might be the end of us. Unless I think we give got... a shout out to um, a special writer in Yes. That oh, are us... we we're going to do the que- the mailbag? No, just no the we do it in the person... tipping episode. The mailbag okay. is in the tipping. No, episode. but the one person that wrote in to say they're actually putting the podcast on for their Ubers. Oh yes, we oh, had uh, Corey. My, you know my friend Morza. Yes, Good Morza. On you, Morza. Shout out Morza. Write Who's... in. Um, give us another uh, write in, and we'll we'll get your questions. Uh, get your questions. But imagine absolutely jumping right. in an Uber and barely touched him's plan. That is the, the sultry tones. Hey, that's what you want. Uh, if you're in an Uber right now, listening to this, <laughs> you know, it just uh, it's a non-zero chance. You know, don't worry that your driver's on the phone talking to his and mate. To it's okay. Who's You're still in the listening, back. We've got you. the dulcet tones. We love you very much and we appreciate the support. And uh, stay tuned tomorrow for where the tipping episode drops. <laughs> <laughs>